Ahoy, motherfuckers. Welcome to Hindsight. Um, as always, I'm here with my co-host, uh, Brandon. And today we are here to talk about Street Fighter, The Legend of Chun-Li, um, which came out after Street Fighter, a.k.a. Stank Farter, a.k.a. what I thought was the worst Street Fighter movie ever made. Um, but it turns out I was wrong. Uh, Brandon, was this your first time ever seeing this movie? Yeah, I, n- I had never seen this before ever in my life, and yeah, I won't ever see it again. Yeah, me neither. And I just want to send a shout out to whichever one of our listeners suggested it. Uh, thanks. You're you're breaking down my childhood brick by brick. Um, I before we even begin this movie, I just want to uh, do a quick spoken word. Um, and you'll understand why in a second. Uh, dearly beloved, we're gathered here today to get through this thing called life. Electric word life, it means forever and that's a mighty long time. But I'm here to tell you there's something else. The afterworld, a world of never ending happiness where you can always see the suns day or night. So when you call up that shrink in Beverly Hills, you know the one, Dr. Everything will be all right. Instead of asking him how much of your time is left, ask him how much of your mind, baby, because in this life, things are much harder in the afterworld. In this life, you're on your own. And in this life, you run into movies like The Legend of fucking Chun-Li. What the hell is that from? That's, and if the elevator tries to bring you down, that's Let's Go Crazy. There is nothing quite like The Legend of Chun-Li. Um, I literally have no idea what it has to do with Street Fighter. I figured that part out. That there's a character named Chun-Li. It's supposed to be a prequel to the Street Fighter. It's supposed to be... Okay, so if next week we watch Mortal Kombat, uh, and I don't want to get ahead, but in Mortal Kombat, in the movie Mortal Kombat, bef- before everything happens... They talk about how it's been like ten tour- nine tournaments, and if you win ten times, they can invade Earthrealm or whatever. And then you see the tenth tournament. This is supposed to be the thing things that happened before a, a Street Fighter tournament, but it's stupid because how are you going to have the first real main Street Fighter tournament and Bison doesn't even exist in it? Exactly. It's so stupid. So stupid. So they've already murdered the person who's supposed to be the impetus for the entire Street Fighter tournament before the Street Fighter tournament, and nobody thought about that. And then also, they put Jen in here, and they have him dressed like Faye Long. Why didn't you just do Faye Long? And Jen hasn't even come to Street Fighter yet. If I remember correctly, Jen was in Street Fighter Alpha, maybe? which I guess is supposed to be a prequel to Street Fighter, but so this movie came out in 2009, which means they have more than enough time to know better. Um, And it stars literally a bunch of white people trying to play Asian actors. They did have um, Liu Kang. They did have Liu Kang. He's literally the only person... (laughs) And why they kick it like they the guy who played Liu Kang, uh, his name is Robin Shu. He ain't that fucking old. Like he was born in 1971 or 1960. I'm sorry. Yeah, Which so means when this old. movie he came out, 50. he was 49 years old. That's kind of old. It's not old enough for him to be Jin. Jin was like 70. <laughs> I've seen Jen in the Street Fighter game. Jen is like <laughs> 70 with this long ass, he has a bun for his long ass hair and the flowing beard. He looks like the dude who was the sensei in Kill Bill. Yes, they made him Fei Long, but called him Jen. Exactly. <laughs> and then they literally gave him none of his moves. No. His, whole, his whole role Okay, let's start from the beginning of this bullshit. First of all, let me just stop and say this. For this to be a Street Fighter movie, it was really fucking boring. 
like really boring. The fights were boring. Uh, maybe the fights were boring because the folks they put into roles where they're supposed to be fighting didn't know how to fight. So they had to pull back off everything and do a uh, kind of a over the top view. Um, the conversations were stilted. Uh, the actor who played Charlie Nash was Chris Klein, who I don't understand how people ever thought he could act, but I need y'all to cut that shit out. Um, because everything he said was just, he was horrible. Matter of fact, I saw that somebody uh, sent you a YouTube video of nothing but his lines on yes. Street Fighter. And so we're going to play that in a little bit because I just want people to really get a full appreciation of just how bad this motherfucker really was. Um, I think he's supposed to be Charlie, too. He is, which is Guile's friend. Yeah. Charlie Nash is Guile's friend from Street Fighter Alpha. He doesn't work for Interpol. He's in the Air Force. Um, Charlie, if you remember, is the guy who was Carlos in the first movie who got turned into Blanca. Now, instead of him being a blonde-haired, bespectacled uh, Air Force guy with a flat top, he's a brunette, brooding, John Wick-looking motherfucker who can't act. <laughs> but thankfully, his counterpart, Kristen Krupp, can't really act either. I never knew how bad she was at this shit until she had a starring role and no Superman on her side. <laughs> I didn't think she was horrible. She wasn't horrible. She wasn't the worst person in the movie, but she damn sure was She wasn't just didn't have no energy. None. There's just, no, just no energy to the character. And looked nothing. Look, let's let's do this. They, first of all, they made Chun-Li's origin story begin in San Francisco. Yes, I wrote that. Then they had her move to Hong Kong, but she never fucking learned how to read Chinese. Okay, no, no, no. I thought the same thing, too. This is what that was. To be fair to the film, this is what that was. That little script, I mean, that little scroll Scroll, that she had, that was ancient Chinese. It was Chinese that they no longer (laughs) used. It's ancient Chinese. You can't read this because it's ancient English. Yes, the fuck I can. No, 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 no. That's different. English is not that old. Imagine like people trying to read like Latin from thousands and thousands and thousands of years ago. You can learn Latin today, but you're not gonna be able to read that Latin unless but you, you know. can still read the words. You may not understand what the words mean, but it's still written in Chinese. Not if the words don't exist anymore or the letters don't exist anymore. Like language changes like that. I have to be fair to the film. It does, it does. You're language right. changes right. like it, that. It, it will change, but I'm still just Giving it the side. I thought the same thing is at first too, and then I went back and watched it, and I was like, "Oh, okay, that makes sense." Because so, also, I thought she was white, but she's which, not white, so I give them credit for that too. No, I don't. I don't because the little girl who was playing Chen Li was absolutely Chinese. The little girl who played her as she got older was absolutely. Chinese. The little girl who played her a little bit after that, she was biracial. Yeah, but her mama was white in the movie. Yeah, and so they made this girl who looked like she was the spitting image of her dad. They slowly made her look more and more white so then she looked like Kristen Crook. But she's Chinese, so. She's it's, it's kind of like, Chinese. And, it's and, like and, Chloe Bennett. Yeah, except what I'm saying is this. And I'm trying to think of the best way to say this. The actresses that they had playing Young Chun-Li, their eyes were almond-shaped. Their faces were not the same uh, shape as Kristen's. I think they realized that after they cast the first two people because the next one they put in looked more like a young Kristen Crutt. Maybe, you know, as she older, she started favoring her mom more. When she was how younger, the fuck, she how the fuck do your more. eyes just change completely? <laughs> I don't care how much you favor somebody. The eyes don't <laughs> lie, baby. <laughs> okay, let's look. Young Chinese, her name is Inez Yan. Didn't have a picture of her. She was only one. This is the only movie she was ever in. And then Catherine Pemberton. 
is 10-year-old At 10-year-old Chun Lee. She was only in one movie, too. But we go from Yon to Pemberton. So and then Kristen Krupp. So here's what happens. Chun Lee is a concert pianist. And her dad is like her everything. Or she's her dad's everything, I guess, because mom is dying of cancer and dad doesn't even notice because him and Chun Li are out in the yard practicing karate and shit. Um, so one day, dad comes in with a briefcase that he has handcuffed to his wrist, and Balrog comes in, which is played by Michael Clark Duncan. I think that's the other issue I have with this movie is that there's actual good actors in this movie. And it's still fucking horrible. Michael Clark Duncan should never play Balrog. He was I just hamming it up. Super hamming it up. He, I couldn't even take him serious. And then did shit that had nothing to do with Balrog. Like, everybody in this movie had nothing to do with their character from Street Fighter. Balrog should be punching niggas in the face. Instead, this Balrog has super strength and is hitting people with, like, iron pipes and shit. M. Bison should be a megalomaniacal dictator. It was no M, just Bison. Right. They probably did that on purpose, so then I wouldn't say this. (laughs) This Bison is a real estate developer. Vega is supposed to be an ultra-athletic, wall-climbing street fighter, cage fighter, rather. This Vega is a long-faced motherfucker played by Taboo from the Black Eyed Peas. And then, again, Bison is played by this blonde-haired white dude. Charlie Nash played by a brunette white dude. Chun-Li is played by a brunette white woman who's mixed with Chinese. And then there's Maya, who's played by Moon Bloodgood. I don't even know what part she has in this movie. I don't know what part she has in the game. All I know is she walked past uh, Chris Klein's character when they first get into the prison facility or into the uh, police department they work in. And Chris Klein immediately looks at her ass and says, that's why I love this job. I'm just going to sexually harass people all the way through this movie. That's the other issue I have with this movie. It's two separate movies. It's two separate movies until it absolutely has to be. One movie is Chun-Li trying to chase down Bison by doing stupid ass shit, like going to a club and doing a dance in the middle of the floor that gets Bison's right hand to come out and dance with her. So they're both doing a horrible fucking body roll. And then they go to the bathroom to fuck, I mean, fight. Why'd that happen? Did I miss something, Brandon? It had to have a fight scene. You, You wonder why that was in there? It was in there. So that she could do, Chung Lee could do a move from the video game. That was not a move from the video game. That fucking spinning bird kick is horrible. She got on her head and she spinned around and she kicked everybody. She spun in slow fucking motion. That was so bad. And I don't know if they saw that in the video game, she literally does not have her hands on the ground. Like you're doing CGI for everything else, but you can't make her do a spinning bird kick. Okay, because you got, you know, they had to have some royalty. You know, she can't just have fireballs. And spin upside down moving forward. You got to have some reality. Okay. Mm, I, I don't I, I don't see where you're coming from with that one. Because quite honestly, she. Um, she had the energy of the chi that Jin taught her, but she couldn't pick her fucking arms up to do a spinning bird kick. And so instead she did a spinning bird kick in slow motion while they showed the spinning bird that her dad gave her as a necklace spinning around on her neck. That That's was right. That was fucking awful. That's right. I enjoyed that scene. I actually enjoyed the club scene. I didn't understand it. I don't know why they spent 10 minutes dancing. Right? Um, the body roll. But, why are they uh, I doing thought that was the best roll? fight in the movie. I thought that was the best fight in the movie. That's not saying anything, <laughs> fam. Like, like that's not okay. That is the best fight in the movie. So, means nothing at all. Um. So, I don't know. This motherfucking movie just 
had nothing. Can, I want to jump with. around. I yeah, me know, too. Because honestly, I want to know what that scene was. Why was Bison giving his goodness to his daughter in I, the cave? I don't understand why he did that. I feel like he I feel like this is the same as uh, Donald Trump's affection for his daughter. Um, I feel like all the fathers in this movie had a really creepy uh, relationship with their daughters. Uh, like how she was like, all all fathers have a weakness for their daughter. I don't think she meant that the way that it was meant to, that, that she wanted it to be meant. <laughs> but like I said, there was a point in time where her mom was dying of cancer and her dad was just watching videos, YouTube videos of her uh, performing as a concert pianist. And I'm like, no, that's not how this works. And then they show, um, so it's her and her father and then Bison and his daughter and all of them are just like, why is this even going on right now? Why is this, why is this scene even have to happen? Like the, the whole, my father gets kidnapped and I want vengeance shit didn't have to happen. None of this stuff had to happen. And then why the fuck did, so she's fighting all this time to find her father again. And she runs into Balrog, who then just... She runs into Balrog, who then just, you know, fights her. And then just puts her into a room with her dad. He's, well, they said, you know, we promised your dad that if you he helped us, he'd get to see you one more time. Just so they could kill him in front of him. That's some evil villain shit. And, and then the line, your father's essential like milk. He said, "What? Your father is essential, like milk, but he even said milk that? has an expiration date." <laughs> I your didn't father, hear that line. You see, your father has been the milk of my business, but even milk has an expiration date. I don't understand why milk's essential, right? And that's such a corny line. <laughs> there were so many corny lines in this movie. Um, like the point where, okay, so what we're going to do now is we're just going to listen to Charlie Nash's, uh, greatest hits before we go further with talking bad about Charlie Nash and Maya and how none of that shit needed to happen at all, because I can't, I can't, I really can't. Here's every one of his lines in Street Fighter. And I just want to remind you. This is the motherfucker who played in American Pie. It's a motherfucker who looks just like uh, Keanu Reeves. Uh, I guess everybody thought he was going to be the next big thing, but fuck you guys, you were wrong. Gangland homicide? I love this job. Call me Nash. New Year's come early? Yeah, Last Supper. And he serves them their own heads. You just inherited a big problem. Get used to it. Your new roommates spent the last three years of my life chasing around an organization called Shadow Those bodies piled up in the harbor. They were the heads of the ruling crime families of Bangkok, correct? Uh-huh, right? And now they're all dead except for one. His name's Bison. I've tracked him through 11 major cities on four continents and never come close, not once. I just want to stop right there and say that I'm sick of the trope where only one person knows who this big ass crime lord is. His name is Bison. Let me tell you more about him because you obviously have never seen anything as evil as him before. This is Bison. Bison is an evil man who just wants to take over the world. How don't you know about Bison? It's Bison, baby. This guy walks through the raindrops and anybody that's against him is either dead or on their way. Now he's the last man standing. You don't want to take it to this dance, detective? Of course, it's a front for Chatelau. Bison's bringing crime into the neighborhoods to drive the land value down and then is buying it back up wholesale. We gotta move on then. Go ahead and guess. How's aggressive working for you? They're protecting her. Forget to pay the rent? Where is everybody? What orders? Hey, wait a minute, Maya. That's it? Fuck! <laughs> 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 
better get out of here. I never saw you. You too, huh? Charlie Nash, Interpol, hold your fire! Give me a fix on the helicopter leaving my location. Nash out. Nash out. Nash out. Fucking Nash out posse. I hate him. I hate I hate Charlie Nash. I hated every time he said Nash out. Um, I hated the fact that he had absolutely no chemistry with Moon Bloodgood, who was literally one of the most beautiful people in that day and age. Um, I hate the fact that Chun-Li and Charlie Nash and Maya, Charlie Nash and Maya were in a completely different movie than Chun-Li until it was immediately, until it was um, all of a sudden convenient for them to meet. They never say how they meet, but Chun-Li and Nash all of a sudden have this fucking alliance going on where she could Mm -hmm. just show up and, hey, hey, I need your help. Um, let me see. Oh, I also hate the fact that they had the voiceover scene for Kristen Kroik when she was like, today I learned that poor people have it hard and that you can't eat here and that there's nowhere to sleep. Well, no, I didn't understand why she was rich, why she was slumming it in Thailand. I was confused. Like, she has money. She could have just Got a hotel. I didn't. I had no earthly idea what she was doing <laughs> there. Just sleeping on under bridges and eating the worst food. Like, what was she trying to do? Like, is that like when the white people do backpacking now, where they just be like, "I'm gonna go be poor for a couple weeks and see what it's like." I just realized that being poor is bad, and I don't know how to not be poor. When I'm poor of spirit, sigh. <laughs> like, that's what it felt like. Everything in this movie just felt like bad, bad, bad acting mixed with bad, bad, bad writing equals a bad, bad, bad movie. I have nothing good to say about this movie. Um, how the fuck did the White Rose become such a thing? Was that what was in the scroll? My thing with this film is I was very confused. I Like... The story was not very intricate, so you could clearly understand it wasn't very, it wasn't very hard at all. But I was very confused at what the hell was going on because I didn't really understand. Like, so Bison was the king of gentrification, like that's what everything was about. Incop and change it to upper class, like living, like that's what this old movie was about. Was that he wanted to buy the the was apparently where poor people lived, and he wanted to push the poor people out, and I guess build shit up and because he wanted to do that Interpol's after him I was like if the FBI came after anybody that's fucking gentrified maybe we wouldn't have gentrification all these white people would be locked up my biggest issue was why is Bison a bad guy in this film why is he so why is everybody want to take him down why has Interpol been chasing him for months across seven different six different continents like Nash said and when his biggest crime that we see in this film is killing some other bad guys and gentrifying a part of Bangkok and trying to get his daughter back. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to have an answer. No, I don't know. There's nothing that I can say. It's literally, I don't know. None of this makes sense to me at all. Because at the end of the movie, he goes, the last thing that I needed was I just needed to have my daughter safe and back with me. I gave her my last ounce of goodness and I want to make sure that she carries that on and I built this whole empire for her. And I'm like, is Bison supposed to be a baby face? Like, what am I supposed to be mad at? And then Chun-Li fucking kills Bison right in front of his daughter. Yeah, but you 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 missed the deleted scene where she says, um, I'm sure you you feel some court side of, sort of way about me uh, killing your mom. And I apologize for that. If when you feel older, you still want to talk about it, I'll be here waiting. Wait, no, that was Kill Bill. A much better movie. <laughs> that, that, that and then was. she goes up and then she says, some people care too much about family. You have to use it against them. Yeah. And then she's like, make sure this make sure that she has a good life. You just killed her father in front of her. Yeah, but you know, she didn't mean it. And you fucked up all her inheritance. She was going to be rich. 
She's not getting that money now. What, she going to go live in foster family or she's going to go like, what, what's going to happen to her? Are You, you could have adopted. You're rich. Why don't you adopt her? Would you want to adopt M. Bison's daughter? Technically, M. Bison's daughter is good because she has all the good that was in Bison. I also love how they had her dress in white all the time and called her the White Rose, but her name wasn't Rose. Oh, they oh. definitely... No, they called her Rose. Wasn't her name Rose? Maybe. Okay, I'll give you that one. Cause, well, because they kept calling her Rose. Then her name must have been Rose, but to have her dressed in all white like that the whole time, it's like, come on. Yeah, her name is Rose. She has a weird name, too, that I cannot pronounce. Guess what? This is the only movie she was in. How do you have a film where, like, four or five of the actors, actresses, are only credited for this film? Easy. This film is bad enough that nobody got hired again. The end. What, what did Michael Clark Duncan do after this? Died. <laughs> no, he didn't die right after. died years later. He did a video game. He did... He played Groot on the TV show. <laughs> he did Family Guy. Uh, oh, he was Kilowog on Green Lantern. <laughs> so back to back. <laughs> you, I, I think I te- I think this is worse than Green Lantern. Actually, I don't really want to go back and watch Green Lantern, but I think this was worse. Okay, I think this was worse. I, I gotta say, I will say this though. Uh, Moon Blood God, Blood Good. Mm-hmm. She did this film and Terminator Salvation in the same year. She also was in uh, Daybreak, one of the best one season only mo- shows that I have saw with uh, Tay Diggs. <laughs> I forgot about Tay Diggs. I got some other questions in this film. Um, why did they give Vega like a Legends of the Hidden Temple mask? That don't look like Vegas mask. There's no. no video game where Vegas mask looks like that. Yeah, no, he just looks horrible. Ball wrong. I mean, to me, I will say this though: if you're gonna do a movie where you're just like interpreting these characters, then you couldn't have Balrog dressed like <laughs> like Balrog in the in the video games because that would have looked ridiculous. But they did try to give him gloves to mimic like he's a boxer. But the only thing he punched was the wall. Exactly. He didn't punch anybody. He just slammed it like he was Zangief, but black. Mm-hmm. He did a bunch of wrestling moves, slams and picking up shit, but he didn't punch anybody. Not a single time. I didn't understand that. I didn't understand. I, they let uh, Robin Shu do some Kung Fu. That was cool. They let him do some karate moves. That, that but everybody bad. else, they made sure that their back was to the camera when they did their karate. Yes, including Neil McDonough. Who, by the way, I love Neil McDonough. I thought Neil McDonough did a great job for what they asked him to do. In this yeah, film. but they didn't ask him to do shit. Yeah, they asked him. I don't know who what he was. I don't know what he was supposed to be. He wasn't General Bison. He was like some CEO rich, Bison. Yeah, CEO evil person. <laughs> not even like you said. Not even an evil person. Just a CEO. Like fuck it. Here's what we're gonna do. Y'all live right next to the 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 harbor. We're gonna kick you all out and raise your prices because I did a hostile takeover of a company. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I might have kidnapped their kids, and we never really spoke on that again. But still, the ends justified. He the gave means, them right? back. He did give them back. He gave them back. He didn't hurt anybody. He was mm-hmm. like, "Yo, you signed it. I right, cool. Your kids are back at their houses where they belonged." And apparently, those were all bad people too. Mm-hmm. So he's Robin Hood. Mm-hmm. Robin Hood Bison. And we're supposed to hate him. And he, oh, well, he did use a woman as a punching bag. Yes. Which was, that was pretty reprehensible. <laughs> yes, but it was 2009 reprehensible, which means folks didn't care. <laughs> like that. I've never seen, like, not like a, when I say punching bag, people are listening. I don't mean figuratively. I mean, literally, they had one of his, his henchmen women who failed him, tied up, hanging from the ceiling like a punching bag, and he was in workout gear. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh, but punching this woman till she died. Like, it was horrible. <laughs> it was one of the most horrible things I've seen in the film. 
I've never seen anything like that before. Like it was so bad. And uh, so I guess he is terrible. I take that back. He he is pretty terrible. I forgot about that part. Uh, what do you think about Chris Klein and Moon's uh, relationship while they're supposed to be on the job? What the fuck was their relationship? Like the part where uh, they were doing surveillance on Bison and whomever, and for some strange reason, they thought that Bison might see them, so they started kissing. But then they couldn't see what Bison was doing. Exactly, because they were kissing. <laughs> they were kissing. And then they were like, that had to be done. That had to be done. And then we'll the next time you see them, they're in the house getting dressed like they just fucked. Mm-hmm. And then she just disappears. She just says, I'm not into this. And then she just shows up at the end to fight. And, and Nash is like, I thought you didn't want anything to do with this. And she's like, I couldn't, I couldn't stay away. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't understand any of this. Like, I didn't understand any, any of that part. Uh oh, did you see how Chung Lee's dad had fire hands? He touched the fire. And then grabbed the chain. The whole chain lit up like Ghost Rider. How did he do that? Does he have the chi powers without the Jin teach him to? I don't understand how Jin taught her how to throw a fucking fireball, but couldn't teach her how to rapidly kick. Those rapid kicks harder to do. Now I would say this: uh, they let Chun Li throw a fireball and they didn't let Ryu throw one in the entire Street Fighter movie we saw before. So yeah. I give them credit for that. I don't think hers is called Hadouken, though. I think it's, it's not. She it's, say it's, it. it's something like it it's it's got a name, but it ain't even worth looking up because her fireball was dumb and was hard as hell to do. <laughs> I wish they would have let them have some of their line. They, this film, the problem with this film was they took themselves way too serious. Mm-hmm. Like, way too serious. Like, they tried to make an entire different movie, like an entire different movie out of a Street Fighter uh, IP. They, they bought the Street Fighter IP and they were like, okay, we're going to get people to come in because we got the Street Fighter IP, but we're going to tell a completely different movie with all these people and just use their characters. And I'm like, you didn't even do any nod to the video game. Like, at least the 94 film had a ton of nods to the video game. Like, a ton of little, even if it was corny, it was a lot of little things. Like, at least the characters had their uniforms. Like, somehow Ryu and Ken got their geese. Gal had on his outfit. Like, Sun Lee got her outfits from Bison somehow. Bison ended up wearing his outfit at the end. Balrog somehow ended up in his outfit. Like, at least they did that. It was like, okay, we know at least you guys watch the video game. We'll give you something. The closest thing they did to this was the spinning bird kick and the fireball, but they were all done so seriously. Like, it was so serious. Like, I was trying to, I thought I was going to enjoy this movie for being a bad movie. Everybody told me how bad this movie is. I've never seen it before. Oh, this movie's so bad. It's so bad. And I'm like, okay. I enjoy bad movies. I can watch a bad movie and laugh my ass off at how bad it is. I watched this movie with my wife, and we're just like, this is boring. Like, this mm-hmm. is just, it's just boring. It was just boring. They had one good fight scene. That's it. Bison's, I mean, Bison's fight scene was okay, but you could tell it wasn't Neil McDonough doing those fights. And then they had a big-ass explosion, which, you know, you had to have a big explosion in 2009. And then the movie ended. And I, And when the movie ended, I said, what did I, oh, I wanted to talk about this. That reminds me where the movie ended. The end of this movie, Jen shows up at Chun Lee's place with a fucking flyer talking about, hey, if you ever want to get into it, there's a Street Fighter tournament coming up. And then it goes to black like they thought they were getting a sequel. Yep. They were like, um, and there's a guy named Ryu. Yes, the guy Ryu. He fights good. <laughs> yes. They literally just threw that shit in at the end for no just to say Ryu. There's a guy named Ryu in Japan that we've heard a lot about. We and should go I guess, check him out. He fights good. I guess the people were gonna supposed to be like, oh, we get to see Ryu. Like, 
why would it, they? This is what I don't understand about bad movies like this. There's no possible way that when they saw the final cut of this, they thought people were gonna like this shit. They couldn't believe they could. They, this was one of those films where they had the money, they made the film, and they saw how bad it was, and they were like, "Well, we already made it, so we got to put it out." Like New Mutants, because there's no way they thought this was a good film, and they were possibly getting the second film. So there's a part in this movie where, for some reason, out of nowhere, um. Jen reveals to him and Bison used to be best friends just so we could tell the Bison backstory, the the BBS. And he talks about how Bison uh, is the child of Irish missionaries and his parents both died and he ended up in an orphanage and blah, 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 blah. But when they talk about him being an Irish, uh, Irish child, they show him in the orphanage when he's super sick. They show him as an Asian baby. Like these are the things that it's just like they don't make any sense. They are literally trying their hardest to make everybody in this movie have some sort of an Asian bent, but you can clearly tell that they're all white. Stop trying to force this shit. Try stop trying to make fetch happen. You don't even have to make Bison Asian because he's not Asian. <laughs> you didn't have to do that. Now, is Jen supposed to be a bad guy in the comic books? Like, is that his real backstory? I don't know. I don't know. Cause... In the comic books? But Jen... Hold on, here it is. Jen is a silent, precise, and wise man who takes fighting very seriously and prefers to take on formidable, honorable warriors such as Ryu and Akuma. Elderly though he is, Jen's temperament is extremely sharp and he's patterned for weather and bitter. Oh, here we go. Here we go. He's a great martial artist, a legendary assassin, known as the Devil of Hong Kong. So at least he lives in Hong Kong. Okay, they got that part right. Uh, yeah, he does look like he's a bad guy. Oh, Jen was also a friend of Chun Li's father, Dorai. Dor okay, so hold on. <laughs> in the video game, he's a friend of Chun Li's father. Mm -hmm. In this movie, they have Chun Li's father. But they decide to make Jen a friend of Bison. Mm -hmm. of Bison. This is so stupid. This movie's even worse now that I just read that. Like, it's even worse. Also, Chun Li's father looks like a white man in the video game, even though he said he was born in Hong Kong. That's very weird as well. Is there anything that you liked about this film? The credits. <laughs> I wish I could. I wish I was lying. There's nothing that made any sense to me about this movie, like at all. Like we still haven't given enough credit to the fact that Charlie Nash and Maya were in one movie, and Chun Li was in another movie, and then all of a sudden somehow they just linked up when it was convenient at the end of the movie to fight against Bison together. But they were literally never seen together in the rest of the movie. But yeah, then how does she find him? Pops up and she's like, yeah. we need help. I yeah, need... How did that happen? I don't know. Oh, I thought I missed something. I was no. going to ask you that. No, that's literally how it happened. That's how it happened. Like, she just popped up out of nowhere and was like, I need your help. And he was like, I got your back. Yeah, that was I didn't really understand that at, at all. I thought I I thought I'd like dozed off or, or missed something with that. This whole movie was bad. Like they had moments where they showed um where Chun Li was fighting against whatever that woman's name is, Sanaya, I think, at the club. And then they they back to the they went out to the exterior of the club to show people running out of the club like shots were being fired or something like the building was on fire or shots were being fired and then they go back in and now it's just Chun-Li fighting in the bathroom which nobody else was in oh no they did have shots fired because remember the dudes came knocking on the door and then they shot up the door to try to get in that was after they started running out the building no I don't yes. think so no I'm pretty sure about that one I think that they started running after because Remember, when they were just fighting, the people were just, they were telling the, the ladies, like, oh, you know, the bathroom's out of order. Everybody was just acting normal. Remember? Because the woman tried to go in the bathroom, and the security guy was like, oh, the bathroom's out of order. 
just said it so calmly. And then they couldn't get in. They heard her get smashed through the wall. And then they shot the door up to try to get in. And then that's when everybody went running. But here's the thing. Did you see the part where she steals the money from them and then she gives the money to one of the people on the street in Bangkok? Mm-hmm. And like, like you are rich. Like, I don't understand this. Like, I don't like they they at one point in the film, they tried to say that Chun Lee is a famous okay. First of all, I forgot pianist. to talk about this. She's a famous concert pianist, but nobody knows who she is. And when they showed her playing the piano in that concert. Literally, it looked like the NBA Finals with fake-ass COVID people sitting in the audience. <laughs> like, nobody cheered. Nobody was moving. It was just a bunch of blurry-ass dots that were supposed to be heads. Um, but yeah, contra pianists, they are not broke. <laughs> no. I and mean, then, she you lived know. in the biggest fucking house I've ever seen. And hold on, was... Why was a concert pianist makes fifty thousand a year on average, which doesn't include travel, dining, and other performance-related costs. Uh, Some of the world's top concert pianists, which she was supposed to be, make between twenty-five and seventy-five thousand per concert. Yes, that's more like it. Mm -hmm. And then she, uh, why was the Interpol team all American people in Hong Kong? I don't know. I don't understand why they were all American people. I don't understand why the sexual tension was so big. I don't understand why those two kissed in the car. I don't understand any of it. Like, none of it. And I don't understand why the fuck Taboo was chosen to be Vega when Vega is attractive. I'm not saying anything bad about Taboo's yeah, who face. Who is Taboo? Who the hell is that? That's the dude from the Black Eyed Peas. Oh. <laughs> Fergie Ferg, Apple D App, and Taboo are what Will I Am, and somehow that nigga got a role as Vega. And she was like, that's why you have the mask on. And I was like, sick burn, motherfucker, because he is ugly as fuck. And that was his whole thing. You know what's funny? Chris Klein was so much better on The Flash as Cicada. He was so good on The Flash TV show as Cicada as the bad guy. And I'm watching this film, and I'm just like, did he learn how to act after 2009? Like, did he go to some classes after this film? I love to learn how to job. act. Because I don't know what he was doing <laughs> on this film. I don't know what he was supposed to be. Neither, you know, a lot of people didn't know what he was doing because, honestly, most of the backstory setting up the alliance between Chun-Li and Nash can be found in the deleted scenes on home <laughs> media. Maybe that's why we don't understand it. They cut the film horribly, too. By the way, this is one of the lowest rated films on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, It makes sense. It's at 5% right now. (laughs) It makes sense, because I'm not watching anything lower than it. If something is lower than this, I don't even want to fuck with it. It's at at 5%. I don't think there's much lower rated films uh, Oh, right tomatoes in this. It's it's pretty bad. Oh, you know what? Not to get sidetracked, but we always get sidetracked. There are some films that have zero on Rotten Tomatoes. Let's see if any of these that we've seen before really quick. Uh Staying Alive, 1983, with nope. John Travolta. Uh Bolero, 1984, nope. with Bo Derek. Jaws the Revenge, nope. 1987, with Michael Caine. Police Academy 4, Citizens on Patrol. Yeah, I saw that one. Uh, Mac in me. It's like some alien. No, that's on some white folks. Return of the Living Dead Part Two. No, nope. I think I think I've seen that. Problem Child. Problem Child is a zero. I believe it. Oh, I I disagree, dude. I enjoyed Problem Child, dude. Did you? At least what I remember, dude. Think about it. Not as that should be a hindsight movie. Think about it is going to be a hindsight movie. Fuck that <laughs> shit. Fuck that. I need you to go back and watch Problem Child. Child had Gilbert Gottfried in it. It had This Kramer. had Michael Clark Duncan in it. You can name uh, who it had in it, but that does not a good movie make. Highlander 2. Never saw it, but apparently Highlander is like a classic. Uh, look who's talking now. A low down dirty shit? No, 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 no. Dude, no. dude, we'll be talking about that one too, but they're not wrong. <laughs> no, 
I will not let you insult that movie. They that are not is, wrong, is, fam. No. Wrong. You are wrong. Mm. Okay. You are wrong. Okay. I love that movie to pieces, but it's on a list too. We'll see it eventually. <laughs> and we'll come back to this, but let's see. Simon Robin. Says with Dennis Rodman. Ew. Three I can strikes. See how that would be there. Oh, remember Three Strikes? No. With David Allen Greer and Brian. Oh Hooks? yeah, that yeah, that nigga who yeah, that was a nigga who was funny for like a second, and he ended up being in a movie, and he shouldn't have been. Killing me softly. I'm almost done to get through this. Pinocchio from 2002. I didn't even know there was a Pinocchio remake. Yeah, they tried so hard with that movie. National Lampoon's Gold Diggers. Never heard of that. Super Babies. What the fuck? This that was horrible. Terrible. Uh, Constellation with Gabrielle Union. I Never believe it. That. Red Line, Scar, One Miss Call, Stolen, The Nutcracker in 3D. We're at 2013. We're almost there. Oh, is this an Eddie Murphy movie? A Thousand Words? I never yep, heard that, that was horrible. You saw that? Yes. <laughs> I never heard of that. It was a movie about a guy who, when he said a thousand words, he was going to fucking die. <laughs> Who <laughs> thought that was a good idea? Uh, Max Steele. Uh, we're here now. 2018 Gotti. Field. Oh, John Henry. <laughs> John Henry's at zero. Terry Crews is John Henry. I refuse to watch John Henry. Just based off the shit that I've seen about John Henry, I refuse to watch John Henry. That's the most recent zero-rated movie, John Henry. So I guess there are also movies rated worse than this. Um, this is a pretty. This is pretty bad, though. So, like, look, people. Honestly, this movie is just. It was insanely boring, and it was poorly written, and the fight scenes were horrible. Um, and taboo. They didn't even let that nigga talk. They let somebody else talk, and he just lip synced the words in a fucking acting <laughs> role. <laughs> they say the Legend of Pluto Nash is worse than this. I don't believe that. And Bison never put on the red hat. Bison doesn't put on anything but a goddamn suit. And 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 um, there's a scene in this where uh, Bison and Balrog are driving up to it looks like a building on the fucking ocean or on the water. <laughs> and as they're pulling up, Nash and Maya and the police Interpol are standing like in a tower above them like they're they're in a skyscraper at the top of the skyscraper um and as bison and balrog pull up they can't see maya and nash and interpol but yet bison says we're i feel like we're not alone and then balrog is like yeah but it's all right we'll take care of it and then Nash looks down and sees a fucking beeper on the floor. And he's like, it's a bomb. And everybody takes off running. And then there's horrible CGI to show Nash being exploded out the door. It was pretty bad. It's not even enough to talk about how bad this film is. Well, I mean, we did a pretty good job of getting 30 plus minutes. Out no, of but wait, wait. Building. Yeah, this ain't going to be a long one. How the fuck did Maya get shot? When they were all standing behind that, um, the the steel partition or the 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 box and, and everybody's standing side by side, but only Maya gets shot. So then Chris Klein could be the hero. So he's like, y'all, y'all watch out for her. <laughs> y'all watch oh. out for her I'm gonna go get Bison Nash out there is a film on our list that's rated lower than this <laughs> Mortal Kombat Annihilation is at 2% and we have that in two weeks oh my god they do animalities <laughs> in that movie <laughs> oh my god I actually think that was actually so bad that it's funny it is From what it I is and it, it both the I'm happy that we're doing Mortal Kombat, both of them, because I actually find Mortal Kombat to be so bad that it's fucking enjoyable. Yes, like, it's yes. over the top bad. There's movies that do that. This movie wasn't one of them. No, this was like Street Fighter, the original one is kind of like that. 
kind of like there's there's parts of that movie that you can and like Raul Julia is yeah. fun. DJ's funny. You can laugh how ridiculous Jean Claude Van Damme is. Like there's parts where you can at least enjoy yourself. This mm-hmm. film is just boring. Do not go watch this film unless you want to go to sleep. When Jen is when Jen is showing um Chun Li how to fight by beating her up, and he's like, "Are you are you uncomfortable?" And she's like, "Yes." And he's like, "Why?" And she's like, "Cause you're hurting me." <laughs> There's one acceptable scene in this film. That's the fight with two women in the club. In the bathroom, but you have to get through the body rolling scene to fucking get there. Yes. <laughs> yes. And Robin Shaw does some good kung fu. Yes. Robin Shaw does some good kung fu. Other than that, this movie is either horrible or just pointless. But which one is worse, honestly? Is it worse to be horrible or No, it's worse boring? to be pointless. It's worse to be boring. I can that's watch a thought. bad movie. I can that's watch enjoyable. a bad movie all day long and be yeah. like, you know what? We could talk our shit about this, but just a boring movie is so painful to watch. You know what other movies like that that I'll never watch again? That's just boring, but it's bad, but it's also boring. State Property Two. No, you're making me watch that, so I've never <laughs> seen it. You remember that movie with Jamie Foxx and Neil Long held up? Yes. Why? What the fuck was that movie for? Like, you're right. That it was movie just was, so boring. It was so <laughs> bad. I just remember that being the most boring movie I've ever seen in my life. But you know what? Honestly, and this is an unpopular opinion, and if y'all have thoughts about it, at me, at Rashani. I don't care. R-A-S-H-A-N-I-I. Or you can at Hindsight Reviews, R-E-V-U-E-S. I don't care either way. 75% of Jamie Foxx's movies are boring as fuck. <laughs> The nigga got too much credit for making Ray. Booty call. That movie was not good. That's not boring. Is it though? It's not boring. I enjoyed booty call from what I remember. Mm. Django was good. Just Mercy was good. He was great. Yes, yes. Just Mercy was good. Baby Driver? No. Baby Driver. Um, Enjoyable. Baby Driver. Okay, that's two. Horrible Bosses Part 2? No. A Million Ways to Die in the West? No. The Amazing <laughs> Spider-Man Part 2 where he played Electro? Elect? No. <laughs> Collateral. I enjoy Collateral. Collateral was dope, but that was a Tom Cruise movie with him in it. That's that's true. That's true. Valentine's Day? Never even heard of it. Law Abiding Citizen? I remember that movie. That was the <laughs> one where... Um, Something happened to his daughter, I think, and he goes out and he beats the shit out of the dude that did it to her. I think. He's coming no. back. Yeah, a frustrated man decides to take Justin into his own hands after a plea bargain sets one of his family killers free. Yeah, that one was cool. But, mm-mm. He's coming back as Electro, by the way. I know. He was in Miami Vice. I never saw And that. Stealth. Never saw that either. So, I, and bait. I don't, he was in bait. Oh, yeah, bait's not bad. Nigga, not shut up. You stop horrible. that. You stop horrible. that now. <laughs> I don't I don't even want to do the goddamn superlatives for this film. Why would we? But I do want to talk about um are you ready for Mortal Kombat? Nigga, no. Like, I don't think my kids are ready for Mortal Kombat because I'm going to make them watch Have it. Have they seen it? No. Oh, no, they're going to love it. Oh, yes. They're going to watch it. They're going to sit there and they're <laughs> going to watch it. I watch Mortal Kombat once a year, every year. Because I, first of all, I love the theme music. I just love it. It just gets me so hyped for that film. I think Johnny Cage, from what I remember, Johnny Cage is entertaining as hell. Um, so I'm just looking forward to that. Annihilation, I haven't seen in years. So I t- two weeks from now, I don't remember what I'm going to get out of that. All I remember is at one point, Luke King turns into a dragon. But I don't remember how he got there, any of that shit. So. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. 
Honestly. But I think we're going to at least enjoy these next two weeks. Yes. And we got to try to get some guests for these two, too. If we can find them, if y'all want to come by and listen to them or, or be a part of it. I'll put a call out. Yep. I'll put a call out. Because I want to talk to this. I want to talk to some different everybody about this because I, re- I enjoy these two bad movies greatly. At least, I don't remember Annihilation. Let me stop saying that. But I enjoy Mortal Kombat uh, greatly. I cannot wait to see that next week. I see you have an animality. I have an animality too. Ra ra. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's not nearly as bad as Stank Farter, so I'm okay. <laughs> Both of these movies uh, were just. You know, so... our friends Charmaine and Stephanie, they think that Street Fighter is better than Mortal Kombat. The game? No, the movie. <sighs> <laughs> they think it's better. Nobody's perfect. <laughs> So, um, yeah, th- this movie, I don't, I don't even want y'all to think that, uh, I don't want to try and stretch this into something that's not, this movie was awful, and whomever suggested it to us knew what they were doing when they asked us to watch it. So, a hex, <laughs> a hex upon your next meal, may a piece of it be burnt in a way that ruins the rest of the meal for you. <laughs> I got nothing else. I can't keep talking about this film. Me we did a, we did good. We did good. I'm proud of us. <laughs> Computer tried to shut us down. Uh, the internet tried to stop us from talking about it. Can't stop our shine. Um, the next time around, we actually get to do um, Mortal Kombat. And somewhere down the line, we're going to talk about Problem Child. So then Brandon can see Problem Child as a fucking adult. And see just how fucking horrible that little white boy was. Oh my god! Oh that psychotic fucker! Oh <laughs> goddamn! I haven't seen that since I was a kid, but I used to love that movie when I was a kid. Oh god, that motherfucker! He <laughs> literally tracked shit through a house, if I remember correctly. Fuck that fucking bastard! Oh my god, that kid was a villain. Whew! Certain movies, y'all. That's what hindsight's about. Like when I was a kid, uh, House Party was dope. When I was an adult, I too was mad that they broke plays in mom's toilet. (laughs) (laughs) House Party's still dope, though. It is. But I'm more on Robin Harris's side. (laughs) (laughs) Who the fuck put this log in my toilet? Oh, God. So... We're so grateful to each and every one of y'all. Y'all can check us out on our group. That is the Hindsight Movie Review Group on Facebook. Uh, you can also ch- follow us on Twitter at Hindsight Reviews, R-E-V-U-E-S. Um, or you can um, send us an email at reviews at gmail.com. Uh, or you can send us a voicemail um, at 916 916- Six three three one five three seven. Again, I am so grateful for each and every one of y'all, uh, and Brandon is as well. I'm one hundred percent certain. Um, check y'all out next week. Y'all be good. Peace. Peace. Fucking Street Fighter. <laughs>